Hey fitness friends, it's Phil and this is episode 157 of Get Fit to Row. Now, if you listened to yesterday's podcast, you would you would have realized that we took a slight segue into a poem. But today normal service has resumed and we're talking in detail about um about basics. Now, in a previous podcast, I have mentioned this. So I've kind of nurtured towards this whole this whole concept of world class basics. And um, I thought I'd kind of put a few extra layers of thinking on it about world class basics. So one of the things that's incredibly relevant i'd say about rowing and i think it's also relevant about any sport that you consciously participate into a into you're participating in it to get to a certain level is regularly you have to break down the performance of um of your sport, let's say. And in the case of rowing, we talk about rowing, we talk about like indoor or outdoor rowing, same thing applies, is that what we're talking about is um, from a bystander's point of view, the rowing stroke is something that probably starts and finishes. There's an end and there's a catch, right? But but the the honest bystander would probably look at it as one continuous motion. So how do you coach the one continuous motion successfully? The way it's done is by building in the athlete, in you, is building in a very conscious understanding of all of the individual motions inside that continuous stroke so there's lots and lots of movements and lots and lots of markers and lots and lots of exact positions that you want to get into and how do you learn to do the continuous stroke in an invisible session in in an in in invisible fashion i.e for the bystander they think it's one thing but for you you know it's a multitude of movements that you have to control now i think the one thing that's I guess the one thing that I think about regularly and one of the things that I go searching for and the one thing, one of the things that one of the things I'm really curious about is I'm curious about being curious, how things happen, how things move, what muscles move, what, what action moves, what, what exercise increases what, you know, I'm, I'm curious and I guess one of the things that um, you need to kind of think about from time to time 
is you need to think about, you need to be curious about how you're performing the tasks that you are. Not just do them, but actually be curious about how you do them. Now, here's a thing. <laughs> it's a little segue thought. So I think the quote is Muhammad Ali, the, the boxer, said, he floats like a butterfly, but stings like a bee. <laughs> and I think that is also uh, an interesting way of being curious about the rowing stroke is at some point during the rowing stroke, you're going to be floating with absolute minimum resistance, i.e. going on the recovery. You're just going to be floating. And it's it looks invisible. I mean, Muhammad Ali was the most graceful, kind of like a ballerina in the ring, right? He floated like a butterfly. But the thing that Muhammad Ali did, and probably didn't do, he probably did it, he, he did without doubt do his training to a world-class standard, understanding the standards that were then in that era. But the, the, the simple thing, that narrative of float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, was really kind of like vocal evidence of his personal persuasion around world-class basics. So let's just think about that a little bit. Is some of the guys that Muhammad Ali would have fought against would have just been big, strong guys aiming to clout the hell out of him. But he saw his effort as two things, not just as one, as two things. And this probably say he probably looked into detail, the detail of his movements, how he could float like a butterfly how strong he had to be, how much he would have to train. He probably had deep, deep, deep knowledge of that, that thing that was invisible. Because floating like a butterfly, or let's say recovery, the recovery in a rowing stroke is invisible what you're doing. It's invisible what you're building towards. And then in a similar fashion with Muhammad Ali, yeah, that, that sting like a bee. It's like when there's the moment, when there's the moment, when he has the moment where he can see the opportunity, he takes it instantly without thinking. Similarly, the rowing catch is the same, is the same, it's the same story, right? Is that you're gracefully, calmly, invisibly floating forward in preparation for the catch. And then when the catch comes, you're ahead of it in terms of your thinking, and therefore you're ahead of it in terms of your action. And all of those preparations, all of those thinkings that are done before the catch, are invisible to the other crew. They're invisible to the other competitor. Now, I guess I'm only talking historically there about Muhammad Ali because of the statement that he shared 
and my curiosity about how world-class athletes rarely give you clues to how they think, how they perform. But I think in that statement from Muhammad Ali, I think he kind of, <laughs> it was very good marketing. But I think what he alluded to was his maximal understanding of his preparation and his maximum understanding of his his action fascinating to think about anyway look that's the the end of this podcast but look thanks for listening and uh, keep in mind 2022 is the year to get fit to row catch you again very soon take care till